0: Hello and welcome back to Two Minutes for Chatting podcast. My name's Stephen and uh, if you listened last week you'll remember uh, Sam had said that if, if Edinburgh had won in Belfast he would quit the podcast. So here it is, just me, the night troops. Um, so on today's episode, wait, what was that? Sam, are you there? Hello. Hi, Sam. Hi, how you doing? Alright. Uh, Am I, was I not supposed to come in? Um well, that's a bit awkward, isn't it? I thought you'd said that you were you were quitting the podcast. When did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you know, I recall last week when you said that um, if Edinburgh won in Belfast, that you would quit the podcast. No, nah, I don't remember that. Right. Well, you're here now, so we might as well.
1: We might as well do it. But sorry if I did say that. That's that's not great. No, no, it's all right. It's fine. Well, okay, I'm in. So, what did you want to talk about? Well, you're here, so
0: we might as well discuss some of the clan stuff then, I guess. We could talk about the games from the weekend, maybe, although they're obviously not the best. We could talk about Fife winning the conference, but I don't really want to talk about that either. Um, Talk a bit about football, maybe do another critical mode, perhaps, and then a couple of other, any other businesses.
1: That all sounds great. I think I'll join you. Right, okay, that's fine. I'm in. Just start for here. Absolutely, go for it.
0: <laughs> right, on you go, take it away.
1: Well, unfortunately, everything was taken away from <laughs> clan at the weekend in terms of points. Well, we managed to get one, but a bit of a disaster weekend. An absolute
0: howler, if you want to call it that.
1: Yep, Friday, Friday starts off. You can uh, go through that one, I believe you were in attendance.
0: I was at the game, yeah. Um, yep. An absolute pumping. An absolute riding and a hiding on Friday night. Clan lost 6-3 to the Fife Flyers and uh, I was at the game but there was there was four Fife fans sitting next to me. Right, where were you sitting? I was not sitting in the Fife
1: section. Right, okay. I was sitting just behind the penalty box. Just a premature conference celebration. Mm. Just sitting anywhere they want.
0: Mm, Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps so. Well, anyway. Clan came out, <clears throat> started well, first set of five minutes, put Fife under a bit of pressure, but without actually putting away any chances. And then it wasn't long before Fife came back into it. Scored three goals in the first period. Shane Stockton, Liam Healis, and Chase Schaber with the goals. So at the end of the first period, you know, it's... it's I mean, you're almost thinking it's
1: game over here. Yeah, I think this this clan team this year. And the mindset they've got playing against Fife, albeit they did beat them uh, last time at Brayhead, you're thinking that must be it.
0: Yeah, I definitely. I don't know like I was trying to decide what game to go to, either the Friday or the Saturday. Don't know why I opted for the Fife game on the Friday, but especially like especially Fife second goal was an absolute shambles defensively. Because I think that um can remember who it was. Maybe it was Finucci, I think. Maybe had the puck round the back, round the back a nice goal. And um uh, took maybe took it right oh no, sorry, maybe it was Helis. It took it right round the goal. And uh there was maybe three or four <coughs> clan players in the vicinity, but nobody really got near to it. uh nobody blocked the shot, so.
1: Well, I think I think this is the one Did I see it in the highlights where Nye kinda gambles and starts to move off the post and it just goes near post.
0: Yeah. Uh, I might, might have done yeah actually I might have done I think it was uh, I think it was Hayward that was probably closest uh, and then he really I don't know maybe he was turning or something at that point I not kind of, watch it again but then not looked very good anyway
1: yeah so you're three down after the first period
0: yeah so already I'm thinking maybe I'll just go at this point it was honestly it was that bad and then second period kind of much of the same although I felt like five kind of. Took a foot off the gas a wee bit. Um, Cameron Burt scored a belter actually, I have to say, maybe halfway through the second period, um, but then it wasn't long before five scored again. Peter LeBlanc on the power play.
1: Peter LeBlanc, I have to say, he is. He doesn't look exactly in the greatest shape for an athlete, but he's uh, doing pretty well.
0: Yeah, he is. I seem to remember it was a nice goal as well. I think that... Maybe that one off maybe it was Shaber's goal, but uh, I think Charlie Mosey had the had the puck just next to the net and he was kinda swiveling round and managed to hit the puck between his legs and then yeah. and then Schieber finished it.
1: Yeah, I mean that if even if it'd gone two goals down, going into or at least for some period of time to let us build a bit of pressure. Mm-hmm. He'd have been you'd have been more hopeful. But they scored at good times really and killed any momentum that we had
0: yeah definitely Um, so that was in the second and then the third again was much the same Doty scored again halfway through the third period All well, I, I have to say is uh, Jacob Doty on Friday night was pretty awful I have to say but again you could probably you could probably say that about quite a lot of players it just seemed to be that he stood out for me and then 40 seconds after that Fife scored again Carlo Finucci. And then and then with about six and a half minutes to go, uh, John Truck pulls Ryan now from net and you're just be, you're asking, you're asking for an empty net earlier. And uh, Danny Gautier obliged. And then Hammer got one back, but it was too late, obviously, at that point. And uh, what was the atmosphere like? Mm. Flat. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very flat. Um started off well. And then, just I think the end of the first period, they just kind of knocked the stuffing out everyone.
1: Yeah, that was exactly what they what would they would have wanted to do there. Yeah, absolutely. If you're looking for a for a perfect first road period from five. You come in and score three. Yeah, without conceding. That's yeah. That's exactly what they want. Yeah, definitely. and you take the crowd, take the crowd right out of it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So now nah, it was just all round. It was just a, a terrible night really for us.
1: Did somebody not win the shoot for a lo- renamed thing? Though? Uh, was that not the highlight?
0: It was, yeah. I think I tweeted that. Um, the Maximise Your Prize. Yeah, the wee guy get scored the second one. So I think he won whatever it is, like a £50 merchandise voucher or something.
1: That'll get him a, a clapper, a clap banner. Aye, uh, or a, a signed puck or something. Yeah, a signed puck. Perfect quid. Um, no so that's pretty disappointing Aye. in general I think uh, potentially you could have been just looking at delaying the inevitable I think couldn't have realistically thought we were actually going to win that conference or retain the conference given Fives games in hand in their form compared to inconsistent Clan mm. had been even against them but you never want to lose at home no not like that You could have taken at least a a close game that they've just edged, but by the sounds of it, it was just a total shiter.
0: (laughs) It was pretty one-sided for most of the night, I have to say. Um, Other than the first five minutes, we just didn't show any sort of hunger or desire to go and win the game. It was just all five, really, as much as it it pains me.
1: Yep, and uh, the Saturday night was potentially just as disappointing given given the fast start and then to concede just with less than ten minutes to go in, in the third period at the end. I think Schofield Schofield scored after nine seconds on Saturday night, so whatever yeah. the reaction to the Friday night was certainly there.
0: Yeah, definitely. But again, I think by all accounts the the game kinda went the same way as it did on the Friday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was um it was a good shot from Schofield the the putt kinda of came to him in space and he just mm. put it uh, barred down. Yeah. And I was getting nowhere near it. They equalised a kinda of semi controversial one that was it wasn't it over the line, but you can see actually from the replays and the highlights mm-hmm. it's well over, so it was the right right call. Yeah, definitely and then definitely right call. Oh. Then then tight right up till near the end, I think it was Venus, Ross Venus, that managed to squeak one through Nye's legs and then uh, another empty net goal. Yeah, seems to be the story of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, that's taking Coventry to within four points of us with a game in hand.
0: Yeah, that's the thing though, considering the the weekend we had, it hasn't really been detrimental to where we could finish. (laughs) Well,
1: no, no, not really, we weren't going to catch Nottingham. No, not realistic. We've been done a favour really by Fife, beating Dundee twice, albeit once in overtime. It's just the Coventry one that's disappointing. Yeah. Did you- Had they got a result there, mm-hmm. then, you know, you'd have been looking at a much bigger swing and, and feeling more comfortable. Coventry went to overtime with Sheffield, I think, last night, but it just brings them right back into it, starting to find some form while we we're going the other way. Yeah. So the, the form graphs are crossing back over again. True. Did you see the highlights from the Fife games? From Friday? Yeah. Or from the, the Dundee games? From the Dun- Dundee? five Fife uh, game. Yeah, did you?
0: Uh, the 7-6 the game?
1: Yes. Yes, it was very funny. I enjoyed it a lot. A <laughs> couple of hilarious goals in there. Yep. Yeah, the the one that rebounds off the, the plexi at the back, mm. um, which always looks funny. I mean, Ios has been brilliant this season, but... Uh, That's the kind of goal that proves everyone's human. Yeah, true, uh, true. The Pasha, <laughs> I did like that. I have to say, Pasha just so likable, but does some hilarious things. The one where he, he's behind the net and tries to break out pass and kind of hits it against the mm. base of the net. I think he somehow. I don't know who he's trying to get it to.
0: I think he's deliberately done that. It's
1: it's not far off that. Which is terrible because it's obviously not, but it's so bad.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think. He, well, I don't know. I'd like to think he tried to do, try to do a, a breakaway pass down the right rather than down the left, and just didn't. See
1: yeah, it yeah. So for for people who haven't seen it, it's I don't know which one of five schools it is, but he try. <laughs> it's a breakout. He's behind the net. He's got time, and he just tries to play the somebody hits off the net, comes straight to Stockton, and then Pasha try to make up for it totally sells himself the guy goes round him and then gets a a rebound from Fullerton but it was just one of those, you get one or two of them a season from Pasha I remember (laughs) a couple of years ago was it, at Brayhead when he played for Manchester and he uh, came out from behind the net and dropped it, just dropped it for a player that ended up not being there, they weren't on the same page and Pitt comes in and does what he does best yeah yeah, but he's always good for a mistake or two. And then, did you see the one he comes round the net in his backhand and somebody kind of knees him? And he oh, yeah. doesn't dive, but he grabs his knee and sort of spins around in pain.
0: Yeah, starts punching the ice as well, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then uh, just frustration. He's got that interview after where he he looks as if he's he's at a funeral or something. <laughs> I didn't actually, I didn't actually watch the interview. Oh. He's, gutted it's one for people to watch (laughs) Uh, he picks up towards the end of it but it's as if he's just been told his dogs died or something I don't know but yeah so thankfully Fife kind of did us a favour there yeah Uh, after pumping us on Friday beat Dundee twice so Mm -hmm. that all leaves as you said in a kind of similar position to where we started
0: yeah and then Sunday kind of looked as if it was going to go the same way again, going 3-0 down to Nottingham. But managing to claw it back, and then as soon as it goes to overtime, you know what's happening.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's
0: just inevitable. It might as well
1: written, be... written in the stars. Just finish it.
0: Just get, I don't know, just get six fans to come on yep. at that point, because
1: it's useless. Yeah, I don't know what it is, if it's a mentality. It must be. I know, but it's been... You must just get it in their head. It's... But it's not even the... this year. It's been... For a good number of years. but well, I know, which is kinda worrying. Yeah. Maybe it's something that they put in the in the equipment. Could be. Maybe it's the the VIX that they use that they rub on the jerseys before it, it's just Just wears off. Yeah. It's a weird one. And you know that if they get through the overtime penalties are gonna go just as badly, so <laughs> yeah. you say bring the fans on and
0: Bring out the bring out the maximise your prize thing for the stick that in goals
1: yeah probably still concede to be honest (laughs) that's not me blaming Ryan
0: now it just means that just giving us a better chance because none of our players can score penalties
1: yeah we need something yeah Yeah, um, another thing that happened at the weekend as far as I can see or I know is that they were hit with a couple of injury blows Mm. Cameron Burt I think missed Sunday's game Brooks wasn't injured but I think missed was it Saturday night, maybe Sunday as well with illness.
0: Yeah, he played on Friday but um didn't look he didn't look a hundred percent so I don't know if it was right. I like think we'd said maybe it was like maybe it was the flu or something that like I had, but uh we managed to play through on Friday night, but I don't think he played Saturday or Sunday.
1: Right. He wouldn't miss a game against Fife. Yeah, no, that's true. And then obviously Big Gutwald is a big miss.
0: Yeah, that's a huge miss for us. Again, we kind of said it at the time, we thought it might be the case, but it's just kind of part of our season where, you know, if one, if our best player goes out, then that's us pretty much.
1: Yeah, so you had um, obviously Petoni coming back uh, and Schofield coming back and things started to look up given that Shattuck was out. So I don't know when it's expected we'll see him back, but mm. does it... Uh, I don't think it matters. <laughs> no, it no it doesn't really. Does it mean a a slot for Tanaka next next weekend?
0: Well that's the thing. I don't even know where Tanaka was this weekend. Just totally non existent.
1: Yeah. Working.
0: We as does. I mean these guys, what are they doing? Obviously obviously they've got work commitments, but um I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's like so we had Josh Grieveson uh called back from Solway. So I know he was playing. Yep. Um
1: Yeah. And and on that I guess the young guys it was it was two man of the match awards for Jordan Boessa.
0: Yeah. Who is also leading the leading the two minutes for chatting poll of the week.
1: Yeah, I mean he did you see much of him on Friday night? Mm, bits and pieces, bits and pieces. It's a good
0: tune
1: that. Yeah,
0: I've actually been playing that. Have they? A couple of times, I'm sure I've heard it. When Buesa comes out? Mm, not when Buesa comes out. Just Specifically, just bits and pieces. <laughs> just when the puck goes out or bounds or something, I don't know. Yeah, Boyser's leading the poll now. Obviously, like, I'd started this poll earlier on thinking we were going to record tomorrow, but as it stands, it's probably safe to say that Buesa's going to win it. Yeah. 7% of the votes so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, as we've we've kind of covered it before, he's he just goes out and gives a hundred percent, and uh, when you yeah. you put that together with the ability that he's got, in, in a couple of years down the line, he'll probably be a big player for us. Mm-hmm. But you can't you can't have if Jordan Bess is winning man of the match, you can kind of guess how the games have gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know it's maybe unfair on him, but yeah, a wee bit. The way how that's just the way it goes, unfortunately. He did get an assist actually. He got the uh, an assist on Emma Linen's goal on Friday night. Right. But yeah, he just if he's winning man of the match, you know
1: how it's going. Yep. But unless he unless he has scored a goal or whatever in a winning cause, but he just doesn't yeah. doesn't quite get the, the ice that means a man of the match would be for something like that. So it's unfortunate, but I think he'll get his fair share of man of the matches in the future if we keep a hold of him. Hope so. The uh other thing I was just going to say about the clan stuff is that they've still been getting big crowds despite dwindling form mm. uh, it was a big about three and a half on Saturday night do, do you know what it was on Friday
0: I think it was about the same maybe just less yeah. although I would say maybe it seemed as though half of that was five fans because they were just fucking sitting whatever they wanted yeah
1: yeah. but then half of them maybe left Yeah, on Friday night
0: Oh, definitely. Aye. There was folks folk streaming out. Um, even during the second period, I, I'd seen some people. There was a guy, actually, Actually, I ended up next to the five fans, because there was a couple that were sitting next to me, and they got up and left after the second.
1: Right, okay. And didn't come back? Yeah.
0: Didn't come back, and the five fans were sitting kind of next to them, so I think they moved along a bit. Of course
1: they did, just I know
0: you. Aye, of course. Well, the guy was actually sitting in my seat when I came back. I went out to get a drink and I came back. Guy who's sitting in my seat was like, "Ah, fucking beat it, mate." He's like, sorry, pal." I'm like,
1: "Ah, you fucking better be. Aye. because 'cause you've got a conference, I think you can sit? So it was one. Aye. Yeah. So so five did did win the conference.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to congratulate them though because their fans are
1: just utter scumbags. <laughs> and you see, you see all the celebration videos, and it's pretty annoying. Even though it doesn't, it doesn't mean stuff standing wise you've had that thing where we've celebrated it for the past four years whatever it is uh, and maybe just thought give somebody else a turn it's, seems to it's be a like. shite t-shirts <laughs>
0: well, exactly and you said like we've won the Scottish Cup so is a real winners?
1: yeah exactly so yeah no they've they've been the best team in terms of on the ice and I don't really think at any point it looked as though ourselves D, and especially Edinburgh we're going to get anywhere near them, really.
0: Nah, it didn't really seem like it at all this season.
1: Um, they've still got aspirations to to get further up the table as well. Um, yeah, definitely. So, um, so if they continue their form, you never know. It depends depends on the draw they get. But nobody yeah. really wants to play them.
0: No, oh, exactly. I don't really know what their fixtures are like for
1: the rest of the year. But I think they've got um, maybe six. Six conference games left, something like that. <laughs> no, no, maybe four. No, right, okay, even then, that's yeah, it's twenty twenty-four. 24, yeah, 24 each. You play, yeah, so they've got four, four conference games left, right? Okay,
0: Manchester on a roll just now as well, nine ones in a row,
1: yep, Manchester. And uh, I guess we just look at the fixtures or the, the results from, yeah, the weekend and uh, starting, starting with Manchester flying, as you said. Nine wins in a row. Five flying. Five flying. They won four um, one in Milton Keynes and then four three at, at Guildford. Albeit in a shootout. But when you get when you hit form, it's difficult to get out of the losing habit, as they say.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um obviously they beat they beat Coventry midweek as well. So they're just they're just on good form now. Um but like regardless of they're playing they could probably I don't actually know what they're what the their fixtures are like. Oh, right. So they'll get Cardiff. Cardiff next week. So that'll be a real test then to see whether...
1: Yeah, that'll be a great... That'll be one to watch. Top of the table clash. Yeah, just looking at the at the stats here, you've got top five point scorers. Four of them are Manchester players. <laughs> Hammond, 77 points. Becca, 61. 61. see what they did there. Moffat, 59 and Byers, Dane Byers is the same. Pitts a bit further down. Uh, obviously he didn't start the season at Manchester, but yeah. That in itself, that's kind of reminiscent of last year when we had Hammond, Becca, Pitt, Levitt, all up there in points. Yeah, the difference being that they're they're much more solid, or seem to be much more defensively organised.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, plus I think we were we were mainly relying on them for point scoring as well last year. Obviously with the with the help of assists from Arson or whatever. But we seemed to rely on them quite a bit last year and I think that's why we ended up where we did. Because of yep.
1: yeah, when
0: Hammond went out injured, that was that was kinda of game over.
1: Yeah, you felt that you actually felt that injury yeah. at the time. But no, so that that'll be a, a test for them, um playing against playing against Cardiff. Uh, and, and Cardiff go to Sheffield this midweek, so a couple of tough ones for them. Obviously, they suffered their first defeat in a while, I think, that I can remember. Yeah. They got hammered 7-2 in Nottingham. That was a, a bit of a shock. I think that's against my predictions, but then we know how bad bad they were this week.
0: Yeah, not, e- not even just within Ice hockey. No, just everything. Just everything.
1: They uh, they did bounce back though, Cardiff, putting 10 past Edinburgh mm. on Sunday in Edinburgh, potentially showing Belfast <laughs> what they should have done the night before. But <laughs> I've actually seen the, the Belfast highlights from the two, two of their games, to their home games, and uh, they're flat, and Adam Keefe even says it. I think they're really struggling at the moment, although I, I still didn't see I still think they're a good team, and I didn't see Milton Keynes going there and winning, or Edinburgh going there and winning, so... No, true. To be fair, they were pretty acceptable predictions, just oh yeah, didn't turn out to be the case.
0: Maybe just not say that you're going to quit the podcast, though. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Mm.
1: But, uh, yeah, their keeper, Bess he's great, and actually looking at his CV is... Unbelievable, really. He was goalie of the year, goaltender of the year in the DEL, right? In two thousand and fourteen, fifteen, and his you know his save percentage and stuff is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, basically yeah. a career DEL AHL and East Coast League player um, regularly getting you know high ninety plus percent save percentages. Uh, yeah. That year in the DEL, he got a 92% save percentage.
0: Yeah, that's really impressive for, for a league of that standard as well.
1: Yeah, so he's he's really, really improved. I mean, he didn't play last year, so I don't know if that had something to do with it, and then uh, came back. but I mean, he's just under 90% at the moment, but he's the kind of guy, I think, that put on a, a good team and could be really impressive. Only 27 as well.
0: Is that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, twenty seven, six feet four. Drafted by Dallas Stars in 2008 ninth overall. Right. But uh, no, he's just it was just that he's made quite a big difference and they deserved that win in, in Belfast and I think Cardiff obviously a bounce bit of a bounce back from getting pumped to Nottingham, scoring ten, but
0: Yeah. I don't think he wasn't playing against Cardiff though. I think four was in goal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fairly evident really but uh-huh. even still to put, put 10 past a goalie in this league is quite impressive Yeah, unless it's Chris Holt when we played against Sheffield and they managed 9 yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was one to forget you had Coventry with that, that good win against us on Saturday and then went down 4-3 at home after overtime to Sheffield, they're all vital I think they only apparently only had six forwards against us Saturday night. Really? Yeah.
0: But then you know, yeah. like you know, you know Valorant's going to score every time he plays against us. So. Yep. And has apparently, yeah. Yeah. Six. They left it. he left it close.
1: Six seconds left, but had it under control. Nah. Um, and the my main man Guilford had uh, a bit of a shocker. Mm. Had to have a point on Sunday at home to Manchester but uh, <laughs> nothing for them so doesn't make the highlights any less entertaining though
0: <laughs> I need to watch them because I've not seen them yet
1: so uh, yeah that just leaves leaves standings looking like this as Jonathan Sutherland would say in sports scene looking like this. even though nobody can see them so we'll just have to talk about them but
0: if you look hard, if you look really hard you'll be able to see them.
1: Yeah, no real change for us other than, well, no positional change. Coventry catching us, Nottingham more out of sight. It's just getting more and more dodgy, I think. I mean, if if we continue to be as shite <laughs> as this weekend, we'll get we'll get um, pushed down into next place.
0: We'll get 10 past us if we even make the playoffs. Yeah. Because it's obviously going to be Cardiff coming round, so
1: so a wee bit, wee bit depressing but we'll see we'll, we'll move on to the predictions for this week you may be best go first and I'll just agree with them all
0: right okay so Wednesday night Sheffield against Cardiff I'm going away win
1: I'm going to go home win <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right okay Friday night Dundee Stars are at home to the Northian
1: Panthers I'm going to say Home win? No, tell we're gonna go in there and win. I'm afraid. <laughs> so we're totally disagreeing. Yeah. Interestingly, yeah. you you saying Dundee Stars like that reminded me of <laughs> that when Matt Haywood was on the Twitter takeover. That should have asked him. Oh God, yeah. Is his biggest regret the blooper reel Dundee <laughs> Stars Jeff Hutchins men moment? <laughs> that was comedy gold. I'll just say Dundee stars, Jeff Fortune's men. Yeah, it was brilliant. That really was. We'll try and find, try and find a
0: link for that, and we'll stick it on. We'll stick it on the Twitter page.
1: Yeah, it's well worth it. Well worth a watch every now and again. Yeah, definitely. Not think we're going to go there and win though.
0: Right, okay. I, I I think I think Dundee will bounce back. I think they have
1: to. They do have um, to. Yeah, tough test.
0: Yeah, definitely. But um, well, if, if we can. If we can come back then from three from three down then Dundee can get a go. Can but
1: they do it on a, a cold Friday night in Dundee though, Nottingham? I think they can.
0: No, this is the this is the question. We'll see what happens. I'll go Dundee anyway. All right. So moving on to Saturday, twenty fourth. Got Coventry at home to Guildford. That's a tough one.
1: Yeah. They're in good form.
0: Yeah. They are in good form. Having said that, I'm gonna go Guildford.
1: Dear. Home win. Although <laughs> I really want away win. For us I want an away win. Right. It's obviously Guildford, so in fact i will change that. Guildford win.
0: Right, okay. I wasn't actually trying to do this based on what I thought you would say. Right. Going um, So obviously Clanner at home to Dundee on Saturday, um, probably in front of a crowd of
1: two hundred. Do you think I bet they get ten thousand again? Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it was interesting actually to keep a track of that. This
0: actually, I don't know. This depends on who we've got because it depends on who's coming back, however. I would say if we have Brooks and Burt back in the lineup, I'll say Clan win. If not, I'll go
1: Dundee Stars. Yeah, I mean, there's no indication yet as to what Burt's injury was, was there?
0: No, I don't know. I think I'd, I'd seen on, on Twitter that he maybe get caught with a skate or something like that, but I don't know.
1: Right, not sure. I think we have to win that one, and uh, and will, regardless of player availability.
0: Okay, well, that's the, that's going to be probably the decider anyway. Because obviously Dundee, have still got those games in hand, but yep. yeah, that will be that will be the the momentum swing that they maybe need. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd like to hope that Nottingham take a bit out of them on the Friday. Yeah, that's true as
0: well. And then we've got the big one, Manchester at home to Cardiff. I'm going to say Manchester. I agree.
1: Oh. I think they're going to beat Cardiff. Yeah, I do as well. I don't think they're going to pip them to the league, but I think Cardiff are going to struggle there. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. Maybe a
1: close one, but yeah, cause... it's difficult to go in there against Manchester on that form. So, home win.
0: Yeah. Belfast Giants at home to
1: Sheffield. I'm going to say Sheffield. Yeah, I think Belfast are struggling, as we've said, for form. Sheffield doing alright, kind of plodding along. Rumour is Robert Dowd might be back in the lineup For then, he's been out for a few weeks and he makes a big difference. So, Yeah, definitely. I'm more confident Sheffield with him going up against a not-so-confident Belfast. But you never know. Might turn up. Big game. I think Sheffield will go and take two points.
0: Okay, and then finally on Saturday night, uh, Fife Flyers are home to Nottingham. Oh, what am I going to go for here?
1: In a way, I know Fife are still probably thinking about the league, but realistically, after their conference uh, success and stuff, it'd be interesting to see how they actually react after that. Still, kind of in with a shout, so they've got that motivation. But true,
0: they could also they could also face. Panthers in the playoffs, but if they if they continue to do well, yeah. So this could perhaps be a sort of look into the future.
1: Yeah, Nottingham are are three and three that weekend, three away games. Yeah, uh, three three
0: Scottish, three Scottish games. Yeah, I'm going to go Flyers. Yeah, I think 5
1: will have enough there.
0: Just moving on to Sunday, we've got Sheffield at home at five. Home win.
1: Home win. Yeah. Yeah, Fife won't travel well then there. No, Milton Keynes at home to Coventry. Tight, more tight than some of the other games.
0: Yeah, he's, well, uh, I was going to say like a lot of these, a lot of these games this weekend are kind of close to call that we could go either way, kind of thing. So I'll say I'll go with
1: Coventry. Okay, I'll take Milton Keynes then, just to be different. I just think we'll
0: be we'll be a run close. I think we're given a bit of a scare this week, but. Still not game over for us. Um, no, we're still in the driving seat. But it just as you say, it's the momentum thing. So it's yeah, that's a big, a big, big difference. Yeah, but that's week to week as well. So I mean, yeah, kind of one thing.
1: one good performance can turn yeah. that around. And then you think it's feel good. It's a bit like last week with Dundee. Yeah, it's not great. This weekend just gone, but the weekend before that, the confidence would have been high. So it can change really quickly. Yeah, definitely.
0: Also on Sunday we have get Edinburgh at home to Nottingham. Away win, away win. But I will not leave the
1: podcast <laughs> if it's right. a home win.
0: Okay, I'm glad you clarified that.
1: That's Another good. only one game weekend from Edinburgh.
0: Yeah. When are they? When are they going to start playing their games? Because they not have they not played a lot less than.
1: Um, nah, not really. No. 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 Oh well. They've played forty-five. No. Nah, okay. Which is. Just about average, yeah. Right,
0: okay. No, okay. Nah, I can't see them taking anything anyway. Even though that'll be the Panthers' third game in three days.
1: But... Yeah, yeah, they've got a fairly big squad of players we'll be able to play three or four lines. I thought throughout the weekend, so that that'll probably just tell. Saying Edinburgh's only game, but right, not Quite good enough. I don't think. Obviously, they won in Belfast, but that was against against all expectations. Yeah.
0: Well I mean they were they were brought back down to earth on a Sunday. Yeah. We've also got Guildford at home to Manchester. That's a tough one.
1: I think Manchester will go in there and win that. Yeah, I think so as well.
0: Again, just though.
1: A... Yeah, which you'll give them a four point weekend again. Yeah. Be great to predict four points every week for your team. <laughs> We've done it well. We did it the last
0: the last two. Yeah, I suppose. Never again. Never again. Learned that lesson. And then finally on, on Sunday, Cardiff at home to Belfast. I'm going to say home win.
1: Yeah, I think Cardiff will win that. Comfortable home win. Close run home win. <laughs> <laughs> Close run home win. Close rum? Oh, didn't make any sense. Close run. <laughs> yeah, I've um, uh, yeah, been trying to see how they pan out. I think for clan... You are looking there. Only the one game. It's a must-win. It's against Dundee. It's just no excuses. No excuses. Yeah,
0: definitely. Although I've said that Dundee are going to win, but <laughs> yeah,
1: but so, you're clamping that we'll on. It's no excuses. Not true. True. Two, two elite league coaches not renewing their contract at the end of the season. do you see that? Corey Nielsen from Nottingham, who's been there for years. Maybe some thought. Some thought that. He he actually lived in the rink and would potentially never leave, so that'll be interesting. See what change goes on there. Um, yeah. And uh, Pete Russell at Milton Keynes. Yeah. So obviously their first first season in the Elite League, so I, I don't know if maybe just looking for a change, or he there's been some sort of disagreement, or he just doesn't really fancy it.
0: Yeah, he maybe just doesn't fancy it. He's maybe thought like first season, he'll maybe kind of. Help them help ease them into the league kind of thing. But for whatever reason, he's just dunno if he's decided that he's not coming back or
1: Or they have, yeah. I mean they've not they've they've struggled a bit this year, but I thought that Gilford and Milton Keynes would struggle and they almost must have had the expectation of this kind of season, so it'd be hard to think it's performance based, especially given the injuries that they've had and stuff, they've been really struggling. He's obviously got the G B team G B gig. GBX gig yep. so whether he wants to just focus on that or I don't know if, if he wants to reduce his hockey workload or whatever but see what happens there. maybe, maybe John Tripp will go to Milton Keynes if it doesn't work <laughs> out from here we'll get Corey hmm. Nielsen and Pete Russell will go to Nottingham in a three way switch up
0: I'd be happy with that I think well I don't know, I don't know if I would be happy with that actually
1: yeah I don't know you should have a, a try before you buy, coaching contract
0: trial period. Yeah, I, I think that should be the same for that. That should go for
1: anything really. Anything in life, yeah.
0: Like for example, I don't want like, I don't want to get into politics and stuff. But it'd be good to, it'd be good to just kind of try out a politician for like a month or something.
1: Yeah. See how see what, Yeah. See what happens. See how he does it training and. Get in the locker room and changing room and stuff.
0: Need to wait till the end of the season, but hopefully if John Travis is then he'll maybe he'll maybe act on some, some early signings because we're gonna need to gonna need to find a new captain.
1: Yep. Big big VH. His retirement was announced, was it on social media?
0: I think it was Elite Prospects had said that he was retiring. So then a lot of clan fans were, were asking. Like what? What's happened? Kind of thing. Yeah. I think then the the club issued that. I don't know if they issued that statement, but they just sent a tweet out, basically saying that he's he will be retiring, but it won't be with immediate effect. It will be from the end of the season.
1: A tweet is basically an official club statement these days. The amount of things that you hear, hardly anything basically. So, pretty much. Or needs... a, any
0: statement that is any statement that is made, for example, when Mike came back left. It was basically just uh, buy your tickets for the weekend's game, yeah. and then one sentence saying Mike came back has <laughs> left the club. Buy the your tickets
1: film. for the weekend. Uh, buy will week we'll be a man down. <laughs> Use figure out who it is. <laughs> Here are all the numbers who will be icing. Work out the miss. Uh, yeah, so I, I wonder how that comes about. Then how do they? How do elite prospects get the news? Is there some sort of official thing where he's signed a contract to go and coach? And is it Finland?
0: Yeah, so I think he's going back to um, the top league in Finland
1: to right. to
0: coach. So, that so I think that's what's Yeah, so he's he's obviously he's obviously agreed that with the with the team that he's going to. And then I think I don't know if they inform elite prospects or not, but well, they must have to, I guess. But um, otherwise, you wouldn't see it probably.
1: Yeah. Clan wouldn't have expected it to come out like that, I don't think though. No. Because that did make it look like it was done. Yeah,
0: well, that's true. Well maybe Hamiline has not not said to anybody. Maybe he's just thought, right, I'm gonna retire at the end of the season. I want to get into coaching. Yeah. So I'll, I'll set it in motion and then and then tomorrow I'll, I'll tell the club.
1: Yeah, don't don't tell anybody, right? But <laughs> I'm gonna retire. Just don't, just keep it on the down low.
0: I saw that thing last week they did with Matt Keith and I'd quite like you for that to be me
1: one day. Yeah, how'd you get a banner? Gareth, how'd you get a banner? Obviously in a broad, Glaswegian accent. Yeah. I'm afraid his uh, name just didn't have enough of a ring
0: in that mm. captain's chant. I know. I don't. It's not really worked out for him, I don't think. I think he, he came in and he? he looked lively whenever it was we signed him. Mid-November or something. But
1: Like all the players? Aye. <laughs> But he looked
0: kind of bright when he came in and then, I don't know, just since the new year he's just, uh, he's not really been performing to yeah. the way he was beforehand. But again, that could be down to injuries. And...
1: Yeah, he's obviously a, probably a quite a well-respected guy and yeah, a fairly good leader. You don't really know what goes on in terms of player interaction and stuff. but You mm-hmm. just not get the same... I mean, Matt Keith went through spells of not doing it, points-wise and things, but he always had that thing about him. You knew if Matt Keith was in the lineup, then you know he hold guys accountable, and he was a a good presence and stuff. But you just don't get the same with Hamelin. I
0: know that's it.
1: Well, they have, they I don't them. know if that's because Keith was there for a few years, and you kind of you got that connection eventually. I don't really remember what it was like in season one, but
0: yeah, that you know. could be that could be something to do with as well. Difficult
1: for Hamlin because he's following Keith as well. So yeah, I, do. I don't. I wouldn't criticise anything he's necessarily done. He's just a different kind of guy and player.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that's 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 fair enough. I just don't think like I just noticed that like, a few times he's kind of been uh, like giving the puck away and I don't know. Just I think his his errors kind of seem to stick out more. I think because he is the captain.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's maybe that's maybe been a bit harsh. He's
1: certainly not been the worst. No, absolutely not. And he's good in face offs. Good on face offs, it's just something yeah, that, is. that we uh haven't always had. That was something I
0: wanted to say about the fife game. Doty was on face offs and he was just absolutely atrocious. I don't know why he was on the face offs. Right. I just wanted to get that in.
1: <laughs> get it in there. It's, in. That in there. Anyway. it's uh well he's obviously I don't know who is a normally matched up against, did you notice? Mm, couldn't say for sure. Right. Stockton maybe, I think he plays centre for five. Possibly. Anyway, um, yeah, it needs to improve yeah. this weekend, but I think. I think it will. Well, here's hoping. Move on to a wee bit of football. Yeah. Uh, just just to prepare people, I've got a, a football uh, example tonight, made up of three football-associated Figures, so we'll hold on till a few minutes, and I'll I'll get that out there. But hopefully, it doesn't disappoint. I'm sure it won't. We've not got as much end. as
0: a uh, not as much as our um, predictions for the Celtic and Zenit game last week. Anyway,
1: no, I know embarrassing. I know. <sighs> well, the only thing I c- I can say for myself is I I didn't expect it to be that bad, but I did guarantee people that they would concede. <laughs>
0: I said it would be horribly, uh, and uh, obviously it didn't. But it's was just, it was just being, it was just being truthful. It's just what I thought would happen. In
1: a in a way, they're kind of in the driving seat now for the tie. Yeah, arguably. Um,
0: although it's a tough place to go. Yeah.
1: Zenit were incidentally just first game after their winter break, which is apparently longer than their summer break.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually had to look at it after, after we recorded the last podcast. I think the the last game was sort of mid December, so that's like that's two months, over two months since their last competitive game. So
1: yeah, and they looked a wee bit like it.
0: Yeah, by all accounts, um, I don't think like they weren't playing at the weekend there either. So this will be their second competitive game. Um, yeah. think
1: How do you see it going? Horribly. Do you really? Nah, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick by this. It won't go as horribly as you think. I'm going to say I think Celtic are going to score, uh, and I'm actually going to say Celtic are going to get through. Right. I don't think they will. Partly because I think they're going to lose two one.
0: Right. And go through. Okay. I don't think that will happen. I just don't. I just can't see it. Um part of me is thinking if I just say it will go horribly maybe it won't in which case I'll be happy but just kind of knowing Celtic and what they do in Europe it's just uh, inevitable for me that uh, they're not going to come to an end in the Europa League I hope I'm wrong obviously
1: I think, I think you will
0: be well, I hope so. I hope to be proven wrong.
1: The uh, after a, a good performance they weren't great at the weekend.
0: No exactly. That's, St. Johnson. that's the one that went horrible. You could argue.
1: And now now Rangers are only nine points, is it? Behind?
0: Nah, I wouldn't worry about them.
1: You never know. I do. Nah, I know. We do know, we do. Um, they play Aberdeen at Putaudry on Sunday. What do you fancy with that? They do seem to turn up against Aberdeen. Yeah. But then after a European game, they struggle, so it's... That's it. Catch that's 22.
0: It. Yeah. That's the main worry for me, I think. If they... I don't know, it could go either way. I'll say Celtic Celtic win um, just because Aberdeen against sort of, top half opposition this year have been pretty
1: rank to be honest so yeah I think Celtic are going to win that as well but be a close one given that after European games they just don't seem to mm. be as good this year certainly this year um, yeah for whatever reason that is but could all depend on how Thursday goes
0: yeah I think that uh, I think it could depend on that
1: yeah so we'll see on Saturday uh, our second favourite team part at Thistle <laughs> are at Hamilton after a kind of disappointing second half at home to Dundee at the weekend where they conceded twice in the last 10 minutes of the game or something to to lose
0: 2-1. Yeah. This this game Hamilton against Thistle this is going to be the worst fixture in Scottish football this season. It is going to be. I just no just looking at it I just think it's very uh, unappetising.
1: Well, I mean it's obvious that Thistle are going to go there and win but do you know what
0: I'm actually going to I'm going to pick Thistle for the first time for the first time and my
1: reasoning is taking you what six six goes six
0: time lucky and my reasoning for doing so is that I watched sports scene and Hamilton's
1: defending against Rangers was absolutely dire did you see the Windass's first was it's first goal yeah keeper caught it and then threw it backwards yeah
0: this is typical really. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was
1: terrible. Aye,
0: we're
1: just abs- I, I think given the 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 tightness down at the bottom there, Thistle will think that they, they need need to go there and get the win.
0: Yeah, true. I hope Thistle prove me wrong and they actually do lose, but I think they will win.
1: We'll have to we'll have to get a, a match reaction p- potentially at some point, or even a preview to that one this week. Um but don't get too excited. Uh. Mm. Rangers are at home to Hearts, who seem to be the the draw specialists at the moment. Yeah. I still think though that Rangers will win that. Yeah. I'm gonna say score draw. Yeah, not the worst. It may be my second prediction. Second pick. <laughs> I saw uh Zoom went off, stretchered off. Mm. Torn Achilles. He'll be a loss to them, yeah, he'll be a loss to them. But maybe the The magic blonde Kyle Messi will go in there and dent Rangers second place hopes, but I can't see it.
0: Mm, We'll see. I noticed that Richie Forster had the same haircut.
1: Yeah, (laughs) uh, it's catching.
0: Yeah, seems to be.
1: I might get it, actually.
0: Maybe it's it's sending a message into the referee's head, because I felt like he should have been sent off at the weekend, but because his hair was yellow, I don't know if if that meant he could only get a yellow
1: card. Ref's so embarrassed to look at him.
0: Possibly. Ah, he's maybe feeling, maybe feeling sorry for him. Like, get that fucking sorted, son.
1: Kilmarnock, Hibs, um, two kind of form teams. Yeah, that's a really
0: good game, actually. That's
1: the, the half-twelve kick-off. Yeah.
0: yeah. I've said that it'll be absolutely
1: dross, but... I think both teams will score, but I think Hibs will Hibs will win that one. I've just got a feeling. Um,
0: Do you think so? I'm going to go come on.
1: Yeah, right.
0: I just think they're Oh. They're on a really good run there now. Obviously, as are Hibs, but I just think the, the home advantage in that fucking pitch. I think Kamara going.
1: Dundee, Motherwell. Dundee, Boyd by their comeback against Thistle. Um, I'm going to take them to edge that one, I think.
0: I'm going to say another score draw. aren't you? No, score draw.
1: Score draw, right. And finally, St Johnston at home to Ross County. Home win. Home win, yeah. i will be looking forward to getting back after pumping Celtic at the weekend uh, <laughs> oh. in Ross County, struggling a wee bit. Yeah. Although Owen Coyle ever the optimist. But I think, I think St. Johnson will win that. David in goal. Who knows? With David in goal? <laughs> <laughs> he might as well be David in goal. Well, who knows? So, I was going to just quickly... Explain my food bar this week. Go for it. So this one is made up of three football personalities. Two two are current players. Okay. And the other one was a caretaker manager, most recently with Fulham in 2015. <laughs> so he is uh, Kit Simons. don't know if you remember him. Yeah. Um, so this isn't a, a food specifically it's uh, it's more of a, a place that you would go to get food. <laughs> so, so the first player I've got is um is Delhi Alley <laughs> and then we've also got uh, Ryan Essen keeper Yeah, played up here, thinks maybe still does. Yeah. So you put them together <laughs> you get <laughs> you get delicatessen <laughs> <laughs> so it took, me a, it took me a whole week to come up with that it was worth it initially I had some variation on Michael Essien <laughs> and Kee Sung Young so it was going to be But bit obviously I needed the T otherwise it would have been yeah, yeah. so we've got delicatessen <laughs> And I'm pretty proud of that one, so... Yeah, it's, that's an absolute belter. See if we can come up with any more for, for next week's. Yeah, that's the... Next week's programme. That's the... But I would say that we're on to a wee bit of critical mode. Yeah. And I think last week you went first, so maybe you'll have to give me my subject first this time. Okay. My Critical mode this week, Sam. Now, bear in mind that we don't know what these are. So
0: Yeah, true. I want you to be critical about having to use coasters on tables.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. You're
0: ready? Right, okay. So, I'll get one minute. I'll get one minute on the clock.
1: And your minute starts now. So, the, the coasters, the use of coasters with a drink, I'm assuming you're talking about, is annoying, but I would I would associate it a wee bit to a, f- a mobile phone cover. Um, if you think about it, you buy a table. Why would you not just accept that you've bought a table as a resting area for drink items? It's the same as buying a phone cover for your phone, putting it on. What are you protecting? Enjoy it. Enjoy the fact that the drink's sitting on the table. Never mind this. I think it's going to stain my, my oak veneer or whatever it is. The drink should be on the table. If you're daft, clumsy enough to be spilling drinks, <laughs> then you shouldn't be drinking. And second of all, if the table's cheap, nasty and naff enough to be getting marked when something's put on it, then that's that in itself is just, is what, is what, Says to me, you shouldn't be a table owner.
0: No, okay. That was that was good. It was it was well over a minute, but sorry, I didn't want I didn't want to interrupt you in full flow.
1: I was just trying to think there, but it was all right. It was tricky. I quite liked it.
0: No, it was a difficult one. It was a difficult one.
1: I've got your minute up, and uh, I should also tell you what your subject is. It might help. That would be good. This week, I want you to be critical of escalators. Right, okay. So, do you think you're ready for this? I'm ready. Your time starts now. Right. Escalators.
0: I've got a couple of problems with escalators, right? So the first one being, why do you need escalators? If you're that lazy, like, for example, if you go to Brayhead, you go into the climb games, you have seen everybody got these escalators, but there's stairs right next to them. Just use the stairs. Is it really that difficult? Um, the second thing I will say is escalators that are broken have you ever walked up and down escalators that are broken it just feels like you're moving on them still it's just is there any need for them the amount of times that you see escalators that are broken you just have to think to yourself is it actually really worth it Um, I would have to say it isn't worth it and stairs are the way forward and think I think that's my minute.
1: Thanks very much. That was perfectly on the minute, like to the second. And I thought you made a good point as well. I was going to say, if you hadn't mentioned it, that kind of like floodlights, you rarely see, you rarely go a couple of weeks without an escalator technician <laughs> yeah, coming into your life. Exactly. And, uh, and incidentally, it was pointed out to me at the weekend that Fur Hill had at least one... Corner of floodlights, where you were looking at about sixty percent functional. Hmm.
0: The question is um, whether they were functional or whether Party Thistle couldn't afford to run a hundred percent of the floodlights.
1: Well, we'll have to leave that up to debate. Indeed. But for me, either way, you can't you can't be doing that. You're either full flood, or nay flood, <laughs> or willow flood,
0: or willow flood. <laughs> But my only other thing that I would have said during the minute was like at the cinema, now you, sometimes you get like weak guys who come and just like hit the emergency stop on the escalators. Yeah. My only other point would be why, why would that be so readily available? I guess obviously if somebody's caught in them, but they're just so easy to access. Everybody knows where they are.
1: No, absolutely. I agree. And that's why we do critical mode. It's bringing these points to the forefront of. Of the nonsense skill of society, so the height of nonsense. Absolutely, it's the it's the reason that the reason that people listen is to to criticise uh, and to know about this stuff. So the the rest of the any other business section, I just had a couple of uh, small stories and actually some facts that I was looking up just to see anything interesting that I could find. I got a couple of things that I didn't know about apparently. This is one for all the the dog lovers out there. uh, You're not allowed a pet dog in Iceland. Is that true? Apparently so. Apparently it is illegal to have a pet dog in Iceland. Didn't look into why, didn't look into how. (laughs) Just hitting us with straight facts. Just straight facts. Apparently that's the case. If anybody knows why and can tell us, then enlighten me. It caught my eye, along with, and this is a a wee bit of trivia for you, for every human on the earth, Mm -hmm. so per human, how many ants are there?
0: Uh, I would put the ratio at 100,000 to 1.
1: Well, you're actually 16 times out. (laughs) There's actually 1.6 million ants for every human. That is incredible. It is incredible. We're going to be all one. <laughs> no, that's good. I like that one. I might I might have to go out and start counting. <laughs> Between us, we need to find 3.2 million ants before next week.
0: Well, that's the other thing. So who's counting that? Who knows that? Who yeah. knows it there's...
1: It, it was my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How, how do they know all the facts about animal numbers?
0: Uh like... For example, is your aunt or my aunt included in those figures? Must be.
1: Must be. 1.6 is a lot.
0: Aye, they're definitely massaging the figures there, I would
1: say. Yeah, so maybe discounting human ants? I'd still probably put it at about 100,000. There are that many ants, that many big families. Yeah,
0: even the, one, like, the ones in A Bug's Life as well.
1: I do like those ants. Bug's Life. Got... Bug's Life is a good film. It is a good film. Again, there was quite quite a big
0: cast for that as well so yeah
1: that's true there's about 1.6 million people in that film two other small stories of random news from the last couple of weeks is a, a CCTV video of a block of ice falling about five yards from a guy's head in London and the chat is the two minutes for chat is That it might have fallen off a plane. Right. And apparently, they get about 600 complaints of stuff, of ice, or maybe of things falling off planes every year. The Civil Aviation Authority. Okay. It made me think what would you least like to get hit by that fell off a plane? Mm. Other than taking things that would kill you out of the equation. other than all t- oh, right, okay. Other than things that would kill you, because obviously you wouldn't want to get hit by them.
0: Yeah, all right. Because I was going to say, like, like a hard, a hard case. You only want to be hit by one of them, especially if it's over the twenty kilogram limit. No, well, exactly. <laughs> what about? Um, I know this obviously isn't off a plane, but what about Elon Musk's car? You wouldn't go to hit by that. No, exactly. Especially if that comes back into orbit. What about
1: a big, massive bird shite? Shouldn't <laughs> you ask, ask uh, Ashley? Ashley. That. <laughs> I was going to set that up there. Delta. Still that one a of min- Big minging sheets from a bird <laughs> would be probably worse than a big, another animal. Or, what about a big horse shite? <laughs> a big pile of hay?
0: Aye. Like, or um,
1: like a reindeer shite? <laughs> uh, a big um, Rudolph. A big Rudolph <laughs> <laughs> a big blitz and blitz, a big dash or dump. <laughs> <sighs> a dash <or> dump. <laughs> Send in all your Santa shite inquiries <laughs> next week using the hashtag Santa
0: shite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like that one. I think that uh, I think that might be a good place to finish actually.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I think we can beat that. No, we can't. Um so just just think folks next time <laughs> next time you're out walking at Christmas and you hear a plane <laughs> go by get your brollies up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or even or even if it's been snowing. You want to maybe look down and ask yourself whether it's salt or if it's shite.
1: And if it is the latter, has it just come? Oh no! I beg. I You better keep this in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, a big Donner kebab.
0: <laughs> oh dear.
1: Rain, reindeer takeaway. That's next week.
0: Rancid reindeer.
1: <laughs> anyway, I enjoyed <laughs> that. um oh dear. And I don't think there's much else to do other than sign off from episode six. Indeed. See you next week. Thanks you for your time and your ear space. Good night.
0: Good night.